You want to talk about football, fine. You don't, then you go somewhere else. Get ready, get ready. I'm sick and tired of all this bullshit. Y'all are not playing. Most of the don't even know how to play football, all right? Go, no urgency. Here we go. Welcome to the ST Fantasy Football Podcast with your hosts, Carlos and Chad. You've got to be the dumbest team in America. They are who we thought they were. And we let them out the hook. Football podcast. I'm Chad. This is Carlos. Take two. Take two. We had a uh, little audio uh, hiccup because my daughter wanted to see the board, which I brought home, and she spent no time looking at the uh, mixing console. So he was also trying to be Walter Cronkite. I was. It's probably a good thing that we started it again. But um, yes, I agree. Uh, and so to continue with our drinking. Uh, themes that go on here. Uh-huh. What are you drinking over there, sir? Uh, Old Forester 1910. Now, this is one of your favorites, isn't it? One of them, yes. What, one of them. One of. <laughs> it is. It is one of my favorites. It's a. Um, it's made from Old Forester, obviously, uh, and it's part of their Whiskey Row series. Uh, it's, it's, it's four uh, bourbons that they released. Uh, the 1910 is called that because it's done in the style of the bourbons they did in 1910. Uh, they have a 1920, which is very good, which is 115 proof, and it's a prohibition style, rather strong mm-hmm. uh, during prohibition. I think we've talked about that before. There were six distilleries that were allowed to distill for medicinal purposes, and Old Forester was one of them, and that's what they were distilling at the time. And then there's like an 1870 and a who knows what else. Uh, but uh, so far, 1910 is one of my favorites. So. Nice. I, I am. It's drinking. very sweet, allegedly. Allegedly, yeah. We need that taste wheel. Figure out what these things I'm taste like. Still not like. sure how people think this stuff is sweet, but that's just my personal. But what do I know? They must be some very sad people, right? Go to a pastry shop. I'm drinking a uh, uh, just wild turkey. Yeah, wild it's one on one. Love it. Great. Sure. Sorry, sorry, I ever used to talk shit about you, wild turkey. <laughs> Yeah. Cheers to everybody. Um, so, week four, how you feeling? I hate it. Yeah, I'm not feeling good either, man. It's, it's I lost been to rough. you this week. That kind of pisses me off. Yeah, well, okay, so you want to know about this fucking pillow fight that we had. Whoa. What? I didn't have no pillow fight with nobody. Okay, this is what I call it. It's a weak game, right? Because, yeah, I may beat you, but we both lost to the league average. So well, I thought you had... I thought you went to six and two or, or three and four and two. Right, yeah. But oh, uh, but you were at one. That's right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, my team was shit, so. Yeah, well, whatever. I, I'm not bitter about it at all, but I totally am. And then. It sounds like you are. Yeah, and then my redraft team sucks ass, which I, I didn't like it at the beginning anyway. Uh-huh. And so, yeah, I'm kind of looking forward to the offseason and making some trades. I will. I also entered into a full, my first full on rebuild uh, in another dynasty league. So we'll see how that goes. Meaning you're already starting to rebuild for next year? Well, I'm like, I'm taking every piece that I have that's of any value. Uh huh. And I'm looking for picks. Okay. I'm, I'm going rookie centric. Well, who did you draft this year in that draft? Uh, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, I, I'm thinking I. I don't know. Here, give me a second. Uh, so in my redraft league, I am now one and two because um, my team sucks. And I, I've renamed my team to Zeke is a bust. Um, yeah. So, yes. I think that's uh, apt. I, I've gone as far as uh, Jamar Chase is a starter now, which is fine. I'm okay, I'm okay with that. Um, 
but it just I don't know the players I, I Winston eh. uh, Zeke eh. Eckler eh. McLaren eh. uh, Chase eh. Jared Cook can kiss my ass Chris Carson eh. you know it sucks it's been it's been one of those years it, it has been it it really really has been all right so this team's rookies right I got old Ramondre Stevenson as your first rounder no. Oh, okay. I got Kadarius Tony. I'm sorry. This is in no this is in no discernible order. Mm-hmm. Ah, here we go. Travis Etienne. I don't know if you've heard of him. Yeah. Yeah, he's on the IR. Yeah. Yeah, so that did me a lot of good. Uh-huh. Uh Gary Brightwell. Who? Yep. Tutu Atwell. Uh-huh. Tommy Tremble, who is now probably the starting tight end in Carolina with a young quarterback. I'm quite excited about him. Not gonna lie. Okay. And then Noah Gray, uh, hopefully the future Travis Kelsey of the world. Okay. <laughs> Since he's like 95 now. So you're going to keep those guys, but you're going to trade everything else. Well, so I don't know if you uh, have much. I have like, so I'm trying to trade my older pieces, right? Like, so like Rogers, uh-huh. I like to move him. Yeah. Um, but yeah, everybody else is pretty young and not good. So. Yeah. Um, so, okay, so you have Rodgers, right? Yeah. So you're looking for a first-round pick, or would you trade? I mean, not that. I don't think that. But if somebody said, I'll give you Trevor Lawrence for Aaron Rodgers. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. What about Justin Fields? Yeah, I'd do that. Trey Lance? Yeah, I'd do that. Zach Wilson? I don't know if I'd do that. <laughs> I And it's it's because, okay, is he still going to play for the Jets? Right? Because I think I'm out on the Jets. I want them to be good. We talked about this earlier. I want them to be good so bad. Uh-huh. They just don't want to be good. Their yeah. management, their owner sucks. Okay, so I was gonna it's in the, the notes for the for the for the this thing we're doing. Yeah. <laughs> Jets passing game. Elijah Moore, Corey Davis. Yeah, I uh I don't know, man. I don't know what to what to think about all that. You know that I'm a big Corey Davis fan. Yeah. And I mean he had a great week one, and then it's been back to normal Corey Davis. Yeah. Right? So, flash in the pan. I, I'm I'm still hold, holding out hope, as I, mean, I do. I, I really liked Elijah Moore going into the season. I still uh, – I, I would still trade for him. The The person that owns him wants ridiculous stuff for him, so whatever. Um, Did but, you tell him he's on the Jets? Yeah, he still wants, like – I plan on never having children. He wants my firstborn. Um, he Good wants, deal. he wants my first round pick for the next three years. He's been watching the draft too much and that's what he wants. Cause you know, he thinks that, you know, he's going to take his pick and put sprinkles on it. And then it's, you know, he thinks he's Kevin Costner. You know, I still haven't seen that movie. Is it good? Yes, it's very good. <sighs> I need to watch it. It's the closest the Cleveland Browns are going to come to winning anything. <laughs> hey man, they're actually looking pretty good right now. We'll see. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, okay, so you're Corey Davis, Elijah Moore owner. What do you do? I mean, I mean are, you, are you even comfortable? Elijah Moore still has ways to go, but if you're Corey Davis, are you starting him? Well, I mean, if you're not, uh, if you're Corey Davis, if you own Corey Davis. Yeah, I know, but so yeah, in in some leagues, I have to start him. Um, yeah, that that that's where I'm at in some of my seasons. It's it's gotten bad. Gotten bad quick. Okay, I'm sorry. Corey Davis, before the season started at best, was a number four receiver. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, that's bad. Yeah. He's he's my number two in that league now wow. because um, 
What? Well, I mean, you see what AJ Brown's doing. Uh, he's hurting now too. Yeah. So he's nothing. He sucked, and then he got hurt. So well, that's because Derrick Henry's getting all the catches and runs and everything. I fucking love it. I will say, I do love it. I don't have. I don't have any Henry slices, and it's making me real sad right now. Uh, that's why you wanted me to trade him a few years ago. Because you wanted me to trade him to you. No, I, I, I wouldn't have traded you for him. I think some other poor schlub, uh, you know, my thinking back then, poor schlub mm-hmm. would have traded you a first round for him, and you had been great. So, I don't know if you're aware of this. Actually, <laughs> you're aware of it because we've talked about it on the podcast. Yeah. Right? So, a couple of years ago, I tried to trade away Henry. Yeah. I offered Henry yeah. and Philip Lindsay. And a first round pick and like a second round pick and Damn. this insane package for Saquon. Damn. And the person said no. I bet they're regretting that now. I don't know that he is though. Huh. At the end of the season, even though Saquon tore his ACL and all that kind of stuff, he said he'd never regretted making that trade. Hmm. I don't know if he still feels the same way now. I was going to say, now, let's see what but it's Rand, like. But, but I'm sure Randy's going to mean text us anyway, so <laughs> I'm sure he'll, he'll <laughs> let us know if he, if he regrets that trade. But... I don't think Randy I don't think Randy's going to regret that trade. I think he still feels he got not the better end of Steve. basically he stayed put and he was fine with that. Yeah. So, but, yeah. We'll see. I welcome I welcome the hate the the hate text. Yeah. It's it's fun. <laughs> All right. So Zeke is he back? One game what what are we I mean, he is what he is. Um I think he's still top 10 running back most most of the time. Right. So you don't think Pollard is is the guy? Nah, no. Are you starting Pollard? No. Are you? I mean, I wouldn't, but somebody did. <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't do that either. Wouldn't do that. Yeah, someone who I played against uh, started Pollard this week, uh, and uh, I beat him. So you know, whatever. Well, there you go. I think that's all you need to know about if you start. And Pollard in that league, I am one and two, me, two and one. My one loss came to Dan. Go figure, right? Yeah, he's Dan, like my kryptonite. I can't beat him. He's got he's got a golden hand, man. I don't I don't understand. What he what he's done in this life, somewhere along the line, there's a deal with the devil in a back alley that's been made. That's all I'm going to say about that. <laughs> um, all right. So next on the agenda, <laughs> um, Broncos defense. Yeah. Top three in both rushing and passing. Did yeah. you know that? I did not. I didn't either. Um, I was just I was a little surprised by that. You know, it, it's not. I mean, yes, we knew they had a good defense. I just didn't realize it was that. Um, Saints defense, however, um, <laughs> allowing 50 yards a game rushing. Yeah, it's pretty good. Yeah. So I don't normally like to call out other podcasts because, one, they don't listen to us and anything. Right. But I, 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 I'm always protective of my Saints, right? They're my right. Saints, right? They're my team. Right. And I do watch them. And I understand that. Most podcasters don't watch the Saints, right? Because they don't care, right? Just like you know. But like, I'm listening to this podcast from a three-letter network that may start with a C, um, and they were talking about Damian Harris, right? Yeah, from New England. Yes. Okay. Right. That's his name, Damian Harris. Right. I think so. And like, you know, you got to start him because you know the, it's, it's the Saints going up to whatever they're going to run the ball. They, the Saints just came off this bad game. Blah, blah, blah. And one of them even said, I'm not convinced the Saints defense is for real. Keeping in mind that up until the Kansas City game, no, up until the Philly game last year, 
The Saints had not allowed a 100-yard rusher in like two seasons. Okay? So, uh, you know, Aaron Jones got kept to like seven yards rushing in week one. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, you know, they were like, you know, this is, you know, and then, you know, James White, start him. He got hurt, so he's not part of the equation. But I it kind why. of like got me thinking. It's kind of, one, don't start a running back against the Saints because they're allowing 50 yards. Number three in rushing, by the way. Uh, but do you as a fantasy owner, are you looking at that? I mean, I know that, you know, on ESPN and on other ones, it tells you what your opponent's rank is or in that category and what they are. Do you really pay attention to that? I do. I do. Now, does it sway your starting of your, your, you have your core starters, right? Like a Zeke or, you know, Damian Harris is probably on that cusp, right? Of, yeah. But does it sway you in what you do? Yes. Now, not for my, my studs, right? For my probably three, first three or four round picks, mm-hmm. they're my starters, right? But yeah, for those lower end flexes and even some, well, depending on injuries, mm-hmm. um, second tier wide receivers, yeah, I'll, I'll definitely check out the cornerback matchups mm-hmm. and then the defense overall ranking. Okay. I mean that to me, yeah, that's that's a big indicator of because so what I've seen right is when you're you're writing an average right on how many points these guys are going to get, mm-hmm. yeah. and if you you know if you play them too many times with high points right like you can ride the wave for a little yeah. while, but that is always going to crash right. Nobody's going to be on pace for twenty thousand yards passing right. So everything comes back to the average mm-hmm. eventually. Yeah, and I'd rather that fall be on my bench okay which is yeah but how often is that accurate oh it's as accurate as me just starting the guys that i just drafted with and just rolling with them because like yes i look at it if i'm like okay and, and again if you're zeke you know henry i don't i don't care but I guess maybe in the wide receiver position, sometimes I'll look at that because my wide receiver positions are not too, I don't have two wide receivers that I'm just sold on, right? But like, for example, if I was a DeAndre Hopkins owner, yeah, yeah, I don't give a fuck. Yeah, you, if I'm the Devontae you, Adams owner, I don't give a fuck. Right. Um, however, if I'm, well, in my case, with Juju and Galladay, I'm going to look and see who they're playing against. But even then, it's kind of, just because a team is, number two against the pass doesn't really mean anything, right? Because it could just be, or or in particular, the run. The run is really the one I want to focus on. Because all it means is your offense was so, that team's offense could have been so good that the other opposing teams had to abandon the run early. Yeah. Because like, okay, let's say Kansas City, for example. And and I'm not picking on Kansas City. Oh, you totally are. No, no, but not not this year. Let's look at Kansas City last year. Their offense was so good, right, that they would get up on opponents and then the running game became moot for the other side. So does that mean Kansas City has a great run defense or does that mean that their offense put up so many points that they didn't have to defend the run? Well, and yeah, and I I think you're also going to look at those, and and especially this early in the season, Mm -hmm. right? Yeah. Who have you played? Right? Yeah. You know, like like I, mean, I guess that's more of an add-on, right? But you can play the Jets twice, 
right? Which mm-hmm. is going to bring you, you're going to be a better defense than somebody that's playing, uh, you know, like the Chargers, right? Mm-hmm. They're playing the Chiefs multiple times. Yeah. Or help for the Chiefs, that matter, the Chiefs defense when you got everybody else that's now gunning for you in the AFC West. Yeah. So, honestly, you're playing against the Saints right now. Your offensive, your passing numbers are going to be great on yeah. the defensive side because you can't run the Saints, are, aver- <laughs> the Saints are averaging 100 and, 130 yards passing a game. Yeah. Who would have thought that, right? So, I, I just thought that was kind of interesting, and it, and it did bother me that the this podcast and, and the, oh, it was all of them on there. They were like, "Yeah, this is a you know not a almost a must start." I'm like, have you watched the Saints? That's kind of like the well, best part of their defense. Well, but I think honestly, I think that that's a problem with a lot of these guys, right? Mm-hmm. You can Well, now, granted, if it's your goddamn job, if it's my job, yeah, I would be watching all sixteen games every week. I mean, I would love to get paid awesome. what I make today to watch football. I mean, honestly, I would Sunday night. I would probably be up to like three or four in the morning watching uh, the game plan because it condenses them into forty-five minute games. Yep, it would be awesome. Yeah, so God, I need a new job. Yes, we should. Maybe when we start doing the bourbon podcast. Yeah, I think if we do a bourbon podcast, I think the offers are going to start coming in more. Yeah, That's what sure. I think. I think advertisers mm-hmm. they know either that or we'll just be drinking a lot of bourbon. Uh, James White done for the year. Fuck. Are you going after Brandon Bolden? No. Are you? I'm not interested at all. Uh, no. I don't want anything to do with that team. Yeah. I, I watch that team play. Now, Mac Jones, I think he has a, a good future there. I think there's there's some stuff that he showed that uh, he looked really good. Uh, is he the next Tom Brady? I don't know. But he certainly has more potential to be the next Tom Brady than Cam Newton did. So. Oh, yeah. Uh, and I don't just mean that because he was cut. I mean he actually shows potential. He actually shows like he, uh, he could be he could do very very well. Yeah. So. No, I mean I think he makes smart decisions. Well, he threw three interceptions. Most of the time. One of them wasn't his fault. It was more John Lou Smith's fault. Uh, yeah, I, I saw that one. Uh huh. So I didn't know about the other two. And then uh, I, honestly, to the point that like Jameis went to him after the game, you know, because he was sitting dejected in the sidelines, and Jameis went up to him, and you know, I don't know what he said, but he probably said something like, "Dude, I've been there. I threw a lot of interceptions. Eventually, you'll throw more too." Uh, I don't know what he said. Eventually, Maybe he told him to go get some crab legs. I'm not sure. But. Eventually, you work for Sean Payton, and it's a fine. <laughs> uh, but you know, potential there. Uh, this year, though, I just I don't want anything to do with that offense. Yeah. I'm with you. I mean, I mean, even, I do have you know uh, Jacoby Myers, right? That yeah. Uh, I do have him in, in in the redraft league. He did well. Uh, I think he could be something, but like, I don't think they're going to be spreading that ball around or anything like that. Well, and I got Aguilar, which I yeah, somebody yeah. tried training me Aguilar, and I was like, I don't. I don't. Wait a minute, it was you. <laughs> was it me? Yeah. Oh you yeah, right. Me I, but it was a package deal. Yeah. Just was, no, no. Yeah, 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 yeah. But yeah, no, and. I, so, yeah, I mean, he's there as a guy. He's nothing. He's nothing. Okay. Uh, Darnell Mooney. We, we talked about it right after we got off the air last week. And I figured I wanted to put him on there because you, you seem kind of passionate about your opinion on Darnell Mooney. Like, I like some Darnell Mooney. Uh-huh. Right? And I, I think he has the potential to be the guy in two or three years. Okay. So are you looking to try to trade for him right now? I already now? own him every league I'm in. Oh, okay. <laughs> I, I, I'm pretty. I'm pretty sure I have Darnell Mooney. His in average every ADP was the fifth round, but I took him in the second. I took him in the second, bitches. I just wanted to make sure that I had him. <laughs> um, Trey Sermon, ten rushes, thirty-one yards. He, uh, the only running back in a Mike Shanahan offense to suck. <laughs> like literally. <laughs> well, but 
it's a one game sample, right? I mean, because the game before he went out with a concussion. Yeah. And um, every time I say Elijah, I just want to say Elijah Craig. Oh wow! Which is which is obviously a bourbon, right? <laughs> uh, don't know why that is crazy. Maybe Weird. I should drink some of that next. Uh, but Elijah Mitchell had the good first game, and his second game he wasn't that great. Yeah. Um, but the stat line on Trey Sermon, ten for thirty-one. That's three point one yards per carry. Well, yeah. Actually, three point zero one yards per carry. Uh, not numbers that I'm impressed with. Right. But Green Bay did get up early in that game. So mm-hmm. they relied on the pass quite a bit. I mean, I want to say they had a total of like 17, 18 rushes in that game, right? And he had 10 of them. And, yeah. And, and there was like 10 running backs that carried the ball. So um, not my guy, Jacques Patrick, nowhere to be seen. Nope. Uh-uh. So are you concerned with Trey Sermon? Uh, yeah, I mean, I think the writing's on the wall to be concerned with Trey Sermon. Long, I, I don't know about long term, though. Uh-huh. Right? Like, if I'm a running back needy team... I mean, look, I might be trying to make a play for, like, if you're thinking long-term, Moss, Mostert, uh, Raheem, the injury, IR guy. Yeah, he's, he's done. You think yeah, he's done yeah, after I this year? Elijah Craig is going to take over. Elijah Craig. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, honestly, Randy, shoot us a text. I'd like to know what your opinion is on on, on, on uh, is he is he a sermon owner? Yeah, he he took sermon. Yeah, I, w- I would like he's, to know he's too. He's the one that during the draft after I took Elijah Mitchell was like, oh, you know, you're gonna have he, to start. Well, yeah, because he he took uh, Jamal Williams over Aaron Jones or basically whatever, and and you know Aaron Jones ended up being the starter in Green Bay. So I was in um, that camp. Too. I mean, obviously, yeah, I'd like to know his opinion, but I, I would be I would be concerned, especially since he's been so far this season outperformed by Elijah Mitchell. Mm-hmm. Now it's a Shanahan offense, right? So. It's going to be the hot hand, and it could just be that, honestly, Elijah Mitchell could finish with 1,500 yards rushing this year. That doesn't guarantee him to be the number one running back next year in a Shanahan offense. No, absolutely not. But, yeah, I mean, look, it's pro- it, I, th- I think realistically it's too early to tell on Trey Sermon, mm-hmm. right? Let's see what he does with another week. Yeah. But, I mean, he could just very well, James Hasey could be healthy. Or I guess not. He's on IR, but <laughs> somebody could come back, yeah. and then he's done. Yeah, right. Maybe Jacques Patrick, who's my my deep dash guy. There you go, deep stash. Um, yeah, I, I really like to see him run with the ball more. Uh, it won't Mac- happen, by the way. It won't happen. Marlon Mack requested a trade. Hey, he should go to the 49ers. because they need more fucking running backs. I bet he'd be the guy. Uh, not, not not right away. It'd take him four games. But, okay, if you're the Marlon Mack owner, is that really where you want to see him? Yeah. Where, where If you're a Marlon Mack owner, where would you want to see him? Maybe Miami? But Gaskin seems to have that job on lock. Yeah. I mean, he's not very good, but he's got it on lock. <laughs> There's that. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, if I'm the Marlon Mack owner, where would I want to see him go? Um, Buffalo. Fuck that. I mean, now, granted... I'm not convinced with Zach Moss or with uh, Singletary on that team. I and Marlon Mack can right. catch the ball out of the backfield. He could do it all. Yeah. That's not a bad call. I mean, because obviously they're not happy with the running back no, situation. They, they keep going they back They seem to and despise forth. the two that they fucking have. Yeah. That's not a bad call. He can catch the ball out of the backfield? Yes. Send his ass to Kansas City. <laughs> um... Maybe, maybe Houston 
right? I mean, they have a stable. They do, and I, with between Mark Ingram and Philip Lindsay. I mean, and then they got David Johnson to, yeah, to throw touchdowns too. too. But yeah, I mean, I don't want any part of that, and I I don't think he has a real place. Maybe next year. He's he's done for this year. I mean, wherever yeah. he goes, he's not going to be a factor. But I don't know. I just I thought it was interesting. It is an interesting a trade, thing. especially since I believe he was a free agent last year and he resigned with them. Ah, that I didn't I, know. I think I could be wrong there, but I thought he was a free agent. Uh, yeah, because I I think I remember Randy telling me that he wished Marlon Mack had gone someplace else. Yeah, because it you know of Jonathan Taylor. So anyway. Ooh. What do you think about Josh Jacobs right now? It's not looking good, right? Well, he's hurt, first of all. Well, yeah. But, but honestly, he is still their best running back, right? And then, uh, you know, Kenyon Drake and, and who's the other guy? I can't think of his name, but. That's uh, fine. The no. one that went off this week that they just picked up like two weeks ago. Oh, man, I don't know. Um, I can't believe it. I don't know. God, who the I do hate the Raiders, though. You know that. Well, yeah, you do. And, I mean, you, you probably love Oh, uh, Barber. Barber. Yes, Peyton Barber, that guy. That asshole. Yep. Um, it so, came to me eventually. <laughs> so, but I think Josh Jacobs comes back, and he's back to being the starter. Because look at what Josh Jacobs did week one. He had, like, mm-hmm. two touchdowns. He had, I think, 100 yards rushing or, or what have you. When he's in there, he's doing very, very well. Yeah. He's just not staying healthy. Yeah. So, with him Could be injured, the dry heat in Vegas, too, though, you know? I mean, Vegas is not meant for football. It's meant for gambling and some and other things. what's some of the best thing to gamble on? Yeah, I know. It's so weird to me, man, how we've gone in like two decades from being like, gambling is bad in sports to being like, we are definitely gambling in sports. So, so yeah. <laughs> Florida, coming to a... Yeah, come on, coming, coming to a, you. Coming to an iPhone near you. Yep. But I... So that whole running back situation, though... Like, the guy that took the biggest hit to me during Jacob's absence was Drake, mm-hmm. right? I expected him to kind of step foolishly. But he did last week. He played really well last week. Yeah, I, I by thought last so, week, too. I mean week two, right, not. Right, <laughs> and, But then they got, I guess maybe Barber got up to speed. I know I, that I don't know. Gruden had said that they liked him. I mean... I think Barber's more of a bruiser down yes. the middle type of guy over Kenyon Drake, right? Yeah. Which is to me always been the issue with Kenyon Drake, which is probably why he got booted out of Miami yep. and why uh, Houston, no uh, Arizona, yeah, Arizona, Arizona moved on from him and why he was fitting to be in. in it, Josh Jacobs can run the ball through the, you know, can bruise as well, but I think he was Drake was supposed to be the change of pace, right? So that right. we're not giving. Jacobs 600 carries a season. Kenyon Drake's that guy, and we can you know balance things out a little bit more as a third down back type of thing. Right, but more of a, a suitable, not even a, I'm gonna use the term third down back, but not he could be a full series back. He can be four downs, but he's he can when we're putting in, we're not scripting what we're doing. Right, this is what I'm trying to say. Yeah, you don't have to play to his strengths. Right, you can just you can, play him. Yeah, and you can give uh, Jacobs a series off. Right, so. Uh, but again, it could be just the, the the circumstances that they were in in this game. Who knows? Uh, Barber again, just a bigger bruiser. Put him in. You run the ball down the middle and, and you know kill the clock. Similar to honestly, uh, the Saints. The last drive, the last seven minutes of you know seven minute drive. But who carried the ball most of the time? Taysom Hill. Right. So yeah, that doesn't mean Taysom Hill should be traded as the number three running back in the fucking league. <laughs> um, <laughs> We'll get to that. We'll get to that. 
Should we? Should we just talk about it now? Uh, fuck it. Let's talk about it now. <laughs> so we got a tweet. We got a tweet. Now, first off, I just want to say how awesome that is. Right? Thank you. Thank you, Juan, for uh, hitting us up on Twitter. We o- have only done it for like five years. And, and we he's finally... been on the podcast. Yeah, he's been on the podcast. But hey, we got a tweet. So do you want to read it? Uh, yeah, let me pull it up. Uh, if I can, it looks like Twitter is going to uh, push me back to some other twit. Twit? I don't know what to call these things. Tweet. All right. So, guys, I'm just going to. Yeah. Guys, great show this week. Thank you. We know. Um, I am a Lamar. I mean, he said this week. He didn't say in general. He just that one week. That one week was a good show. You're right. Okay. I agree. Whatever. I'll take it. Uh, I'm a Lamar Jackson owner in my league. Am I nuts in my evaluation of him and his trade value that I would want what most top running back owners value those players? If LJ was strictly a running back, right now he's the fourth ranked running back. Your thoughts? Okay. Statistically speaking, he's not okay. the fourth ranked running back. Okay. Okay. Statistically speaking, he's rushed for 253 yards this season. Right. I believe Derrick Henry had that in week two. Uh, so if you break that down, that's 8.4 points per game just on rushing. Right. And I know, yeah, you could make the argument that, well, if he was the running back, he's going to get more carries and blah, 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 blah. But he's averaging eight week one, 8.3 yards per carry as a running back. He's not going to average that week two, 6.7 week three, 7.2. Okay. The dude is about as. Strong as this pin that I have that I'm holding here. Um, so he would get beat up too much, right? Not saying he doesn't take hits. It's just, it's a, it's a different type of hit in my opinion. Right, right, right. Um, so, but let's just say that you double his, you double his stats per game. That still only brings you to 16.4. Okay. Okay. So 16.4. Uh and you're going rushing alone. And right? going rushing alone, right? Okay. 16.4 puts him at CMC's numbers. Okay. But you're making a big assumption there, right? You're you're assuming that he's going to carry the ball 20, 30 times a game, which we don't know, right? We don't know what they would do uh in that sense. So we're we're kind of I can tell you his rushes per carry would be as high as it is. The reason they're as high as it is is because he's the fucking quarterback, and it's a read option. Right. But given that, right, given that he's the quarterback, uh-huh. you know, he, fuck him being a running back, right? Uh-huh. Let's say he's the quarterback. He's putting up the numbers that he's putting up on average would make him a top four running back, right? Just if you were to do apples to apples, just points on a points per game basis, whatever. But you can't do that. But that's what we're doing in this scenario. But you can't do that. Okay, and why not? Because <laughs> he's throw, he, if he throws for 300 yards in a game, no running back is going to run for 300 yards in a fucking game. Right. So you can't. It's not an apples-to-apples apples comparison because air yards are free gimmies, which is why we don't rate a quarterback at the same point value for yards as we do a running back. Right. So, and... When a running back scores a touchdown, it's, to me, a little bit tougher, right, than throwing a 50-yard or, or a 10-yard slant goes 80 yards for a, a touchdown, right? Well, the quarterback didn't do shit for that, so how do you equate that to what a running back would do? Oh, shit, don't even talk to me about Mahomes and his fucking shuffle pass <laughs> for a touchdown, but yeah. 
<laughs> I wasn't talking about Mahomes. We're talking about Lamar Jackson. Here. I know. <laughs> so I, 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 to me, you can't. You can't do an apples to apples comparison. It's like apples to rutabaga. <laughs> uh, so I, I don't disagree with that take at all. And I think that that's – so my take on it, mm-hmm. right, is that, okay, I have, I have concerns about his health yeah. long term. Right, I I used to really enjoy watching Robert Griffin the third play. Right when he was MVP of the mm-hmm. league, um, that motherfucker doesn't play shit anymore. Why? Because he got his knee torn up because they ran him too much. I don't see Lamar Jackson yeah. doing any less running. Right. So I'm very concerned about his health. Mm-hmm. He's he's not. He's definitely not a Derrick Henry. So let's just let's put a three year window on him. Like we do running backs, uh-huh. right? Yeah. Okay. Now, on a points per game basis, is he going to be a top four running back? Yes, I believe that. But his position is quarterback, and the problem is, is that you are going to have ten other quarterbacks that are going to put up comparable points per year. Yeah. With him, mm-hmm. and that's my my takeaway is. If he were a running back, hell yeah, I'd be ch- putting him at that points per game value and wanting top four value for him. But because he's a quarterback, yeah, is he gonna? Is he a top ten quarterback? Hell yeah. But I'm worried about his shelf life. Mm-hmm. And there's ten other guys that I can probably get for cheaper than a top t- five running back. Okay, that, that's my take. No, no, I, I I agree with you. And I I, I look. Let me make one thing clear. Yeah. Whatever you value the player at is your value of the player. That's their and you value. Make, yeah, exactly. So at the end of the day, if I want Lamar Jackson, I've got to pay Juan what he wants for that player. Let's make that 100% clear or we're not making a deal. And okay? assholes, stop trying to act like you can just make your own value and then that, does, that doesn't matter what the other person right. thinks. Yes. Because fuck Because you. at the end of the day, they're the ones that own the fucking player, right? Yes. So if you want them, you got to pay or come to a compromise, right? Yes. And, and obviously, it's a trade. So Juan wants top you know, running back value. Maybe he comes down to second tier with a, a draft pick or whatever, right? You're always going to start higher. You're going to come down a little bit more. I get that. But no, if I'm the one that owns it, don't come at me with some bullshit and then get upset with me when I say no. Okay? Exactly. Because first of all, I'm fine with not making a fucking trade. Yes. I am. If Now, conversely... If I want a player you have, I know I have to pay for said player. And I will pay for said player if I feel it's worthy. Yes. Now, I'm not going to overpay for that player. I'll suck this fucking year and I'll address it next year. In yeah, the and I'll get a damn draft pick. Exactly. So, now, that being said, Lamar Jackson, 10th quarterback, 10th ranked quarterback in, in the league. Right now. On total points. Okay. Yes, yeah. On total yeah. points. Averaging 28 points per game. Mm-hmm. Okay. Number one is Tom Brady at 39 points per game. That son of a bitch. You can probably get Tom Brady at a cheaper price than you can Lamar Jackson. Oh, hell yeah. In a, in a dynasty? Now, is he going to play till he's 55? He might. He might. Probably not likely. But who's it? Okay, so I'm going to throw another scenario into this monkey wrench of a thing. Yeah. If you're going to value Lamar Jackson at the number four running back, right? Mm-hmm. What are you going to value Kyler Murray at? Yeah, right. I mean, he's having MVP. He's, number two, he's the number two quarterback. Yeah. At 38 points per game. Yeah. And why would you value Lamar Jackson higher at the running back position than Kyler Murray? I guess that's my question. Yeah, I mean, I... I or, at, at this or, point in the season, I can't you, see that. Or 
They Josh see him Allen. similarly. Josh Allen. And Josh Allen. Josh, but damn, that offense is revolving around him. Yeah. So, so what do you value Josh Allen as? As the number one plus ten? I, I, I don't. I don't know. I mean, that that's where I struggle with this. He has this value because it, again, Juan, you value him whatever you want to. That that's your prerogative to to do. But to say that he's the number four running back, I think, is wrong because then by that rationale. Derrick Henry would be number five behind Kyler Murray, um, Tom Brady, Jalen Hurts. <laughs> I mean, Russell Wilson. I mean, where do you, where do you draw the line? What right. makes Lamar Jackson that much more valuable at the running back position than a Kyler Murray or Josh Allen or Russell Wilson or Jalen Hurts or, or any one of those? You know what league type totally flips this conversation though? Mm-hmm. Two quarterback leagues. It does that that. I'm like, hell, hell yeah, I'll give you a top running back for... Well, because, yes, it's... Although some of us don't have a starting quarterback in those years. Uh, but that's a whole story. You're going to address uh, that in the draft. <laughs> <laughs> uh, do you realize you drafted uh, five rounds worth of quarterbacks <laughs> with ten picks you have? Uh-huh. I do. I'm hoping that one of them is not going to suck. Uh, so, again, I just... I don't agree with that assessment. I wouldn't be paying top four running back value for... Lamar Jackson, but conversely, Juan, you should stick to your guns and do what you feel is best for your team. Now, what would you pay for Lamar Jackson right now? As it dynasty league, one quarterback league, you're hurting at quarterback, or let's say you got Tua. <laughs> so you're hurting at quarterback. Let's just say you're hurting at quarterback. You got nothing now. But that's the thing, right? I mean, in the league that I have no quarterbacks, yeah. right? I took over a team. Yeah. So I had shit to begin with. Oh no, that that was the redraft thing you And honestly, I forget what I call that. Yeah, and that, honestly, that was a bad on me. I didn't pay attention to what was league going format. on. Yes. So league that format. was a bad on me, and I did what I normally do. I went running back heavy, which yeah. is why I have four of the top ten running backs in that fucking league. I just don't have a quarterback. <laughs> but. A year ago, when I drafted this, I had Drew Brees. There was Mitchell Trubisky. There was this. this. So I had things. You that had I could some do. young yeah. guys and some and stalwarts. Just none of them. They all out. fucking shat yeah. the bed for and this then, year. And then going into last year's draft, I had one one, and I took Ceh. Yeah. I didn't think of the fact that it was a two quarterback league, and that the next ten picks would all be quarterbacks. Right. I think in the first round they took a quarterback that. Uh, had just come out of like UTEP or some bullshit like that. I don't, I'm exaggerating, but I just, I just, I was thinking of a one quarterback right. draft, rookie draft, and in the second round, I was going to have some. Actually, no, I had, I had two picks later in the first round, and none of the quarterbacks made it to me there. Right, it's like Ceh and quarterback, 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 quarterback. Well, I guess I get nothing now. Right, that, but that's two quarterback leagues, right? Mm-hmm. It's yeah. it's a different value set. And so. then in this year's draft, I had like the number seven pick, and Mac Jones, which was the last of the yeah. quarterbacks, went the pick right before me. Yeah. So I'm like, okay, well, I guess I'm not getting a quarterback this year either. <laughs> so next year, guess who's trading up to be in the top three, whatever I got to do? There will be a quarterback <sighs> guy. But so I think— so. Oh, so sorry. To answer your question yeah, yeah. initially, one, in a dynasty league— as much as you may not like quarterbacks, whether it's a one quarterback or two quarterback league, in those third and fourth rounds, you need to be taking quarterbacks. Mm-hmm. Do your homework, study. I, I like 
studying quarterback. So I try to see who I can take, which is why years ago I took Derek. Uh, Derek Carr Derek made Carr it to you in the, the fifth. In the fifth round. And, you know, I was happy with that. I flipped him for something else later on. But you want to get those younger guys that maybe aren't the starter now, but you're going to be the starter in a year or two. Or or maybe even, I don't know, somebody who, like Zach Wilson. Zach Wilson was overdrafted. But let's say Zach Wilson in the NFL draft had gone in the fourth round. And, you know, he drops to the third or fourth round. And he's going to be the starter. So. You want to have those younger guys because eventually one of those is going to pan out. And if it turns out that who you have is a stud and you can trade that quarterback away a year from now, whatever, then, hey, great, right? Yeah. But let's just say I put myself in a bad situation. And, yes, I need to trade Lamar Jackson. What am I willing to trade for him? Honestly, I'm stubborn. So... If I came into this season and with two was my starting quarterback, I would have tried to do something before. Right. But let's just say I didn't. The highest I would go is a first rounder next year, and there's no way we would cut a deal. Yeah. And and I'd rather take chances being crappy this year and, and then and, taking and, the top three. Exactly. Yeah. So that's why it's hard to make that deal, right? Because I'm not if I'm in that situation where two was my starting quarterback, mm-hmm. I didn't have a chance to win the league this year. Right. Right. So now let's just say my starting quarterback is, I don't want to put this curse on you. So let's say my, my, my starting quarterback is, is, is Russell Wilson. Oh, thank you. Uh, let's I say, appreciate let's that. say it's Russell Wilson. And I started the season seven and zero or eight. No. Right. right. Russell Wilson goes down with an injury. Yeah. Different situation there. Right. Yeah. I'm willing to make a, a deal to, Win now. What I, yeah, because I have a good team. Then we're going to talk about Lamar Jackson. And, and, and honestly, in Juan's case, the best he can hope for is something like that later in the season. Yeah. Yeah. And, and then capitalize. Correct. And you'll be able to. Or someone who has been winning with. Can Tom Brady keep it? I'm going to use Tom Brady. Right. Can Tom Brady keep the pace? More than likely he can. But less for the argument, for the sake of this argument, no, Tom Brady can't keep up this pace. So. I get to week five, week six, week seven. I'm doing really, really well. I'm concerned with my quarterback situation. I see what the schedule is going to be looking like. Let me see if I can make a, a, a push here to get another one to kind of just be safe to make sure that I can continue to make that run in case he falls back because he's getting older or what happens. I was going to say, the dude's got to get injured at some point, right? I mean, he's been injured in his career. Yeah, but like, he's like older. He's older than me. Yeah. Playing damn football in the NFL. Yeah. Like, I can't wake up. Actually, he was injured twice. Yeah. Because Matt Castle. Castle. Yeah. And then Garoppolo. Garoppolo. Yeah. So. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm so, reflecting okay, what too are, long. What are you, I mean, what are you giving up for? for uh, I'd give up an RB2 um, for him right now. Maybe a wide receiver one or two in a, in a one quarterback league. Um. Because I view him as a top eight quarterback. Um, but, I mean, I think I can, if I get two lower tier quarterbacks, I can stream them just as easily as I can just start Lamar every week. Okay. So, I mean, that's my value. Mm-hmm. Um, I think every Lamar Jackson owner out there is going to be like, fuck you, Chad. You're yeah. not, you're not getting Lamar Jackson. And, and that's probably that's the way fine. that's going to be. Yeah. Sorry. Got a text message. Oh, okay. Uh, um, so I was like, that wasn't that insightful. <laughs> no, no. Uh, so I did a list here, the top five that at every position, right? Okay, yeah. Uh, and we already went over the quarterback one. Right. Uh, but 
I wanted to. I would actually. If you had to take a guess on top five quarterbacks, who would you think? Well, Mahomes. Okay. Uh, I'll go Wilson because he's up there. Nope. No. Um, struggling to see. Well, I named two of them earlier. Two, Tua doesn't count. <laughs> um, I don't know, man. I'm I'm drawing a blank. Uh, Jackson. No, tenth. I don't know. Give me give me your top five. Top five: Brady, one; Murray, two; Mahomes, three; Stafford, four; Cousins, five. Now, are these season long? These are point total points. Huh. Total points average per game points, right? So, yes, for the whole season. Three weeks into it. Right, right. Uh, but there's Brady's averaging 39 points a game. Fuck that guy. And Cousins is averaging 33 points per game. I may or may not have picked up Kirk Cousins in one so, of my knee leagues. not a huge drop, right? Yeah. At the quarterback position, not a huge drop. If you go to number 10, you're dropping to 28 points per game. It's almost a 10-point-per-game difference, right? Yeah. But still not a huge thing, right? Right, and it's going to fluctuate, right? Correct. Top five running backs. Well, obviously, Henry. Uh-huh. Um, I want to say Cook, but Cook's been hurt. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, isn't Jamal Williams like one of those? No. Okay, good. Uh, I don't know. Hit me. Okay. Uh, Henry one, Jones two, Jones is still two. Yes, Swift three, wow. Eckler four, <clears throat> uh, and CMC five. Five but, and Mr. Wayne. Yeah. Uh, so Brady, the difference between Brady and Cousins is six points, right? Right. One to five. One to five. Running backs: Henry twenty-five points per game. Mm-hmm. Jones nineteen points per game. Yeah. So there's a six-point difference from one to two. Right. In the running back position. Right. CMC is averaging 16 points per game. Yeah. At number five. That's a nine point difference from one to five. Yeah. Crazy how much the jump is at the running back position as opposed to the quarterback position. Well, and that, and that, that that's my thing, right? Like, that's why you don't pay top five running back um, for Jackson. And I, but I don't think he's wrong in, in wanting that. Like, if I'm a well, Lamar Jackson. You can want what you want. Yeah. But I'm I'm trying to think. Like, I, mean, I want I a harem of supermodels, but that's not going to happen. Well, yes, I don't know. We drink enough bourbon. <laughs> we could we could make that happen in our minds. Um, but yeah, like I I want I, I if I'm a Jackson owner, I think I want high too, and that's fine. But he's not a number four quarter running back, and I think to use that argument is is. is I'd hit accept on that every time. <laughs> every time if I is like, oh top damn. five wide receivers. Oh, wide receivers such a bust this year. For me. Um top five. Isn't Jamar Chase in there? Jefferson. Number eight. Jefferson? Nope. Damn. Debo? Nope. Damn. Number one? Yeah. Cooper Cup. Oh, yeah. Number two, Mike Williams. Oh, yeah. I knew that. Number three, Adam Thielen. I did not know that. Number four, Tyler Lockett. Son of a bitch. And number five, Devontae Adams. Devontae Adams. He got that touchdown. (laughs) I was just going to say, with all the shit that he's played this year, he's number five. So, Cooper Cup, 25 points per game. Adams, 
at the number five position, 16 points per game. I was going to say. So the same drop-off as there is at the running back position. Yeah. Okay. So at think, this point in the so year. So the beauty of Dynasty, though, right? Right. It's very likely. Any, honestly, in a redraft league, you could have Brady as your quarterback, Henry as your running back, and Cup as your wide receiver. Oh, absolutely. And honestly, and you drafted Cup as a flex. I was going to say third or fourth round pick, mm-hmm. probably. Yeah. Crazy. Trust me, I would have loved to have Cooper Cup then. I I don't regret a lot of things that I do in fantasy football. Trading away Cooper Cup because I just wasn't a fan of his. It's one of the, it's dumbest, one, it's one of the of, dumbest moves that I've ever made. Well, that's the other good thing about Dynasty. You live with your mistakes forever. Yeah. <laughs> so. I don't remember what I traded him for. I think I traded him to you for uh, Carr when uh, Rodgers yeah, went Yeah, something, out. and then I immediately— And you got Galladay, too. You got Galladay and Cup. And I immediately traded Cup to Randy for something. Yeah, I don't yeah. know. So Jamar Chase is number eight at 15 points. Uh, so the drop from five to eight is one point difference in games. Yeah, game. not, not, not that steep. So I don't know. I just thought it was interesting to see the drop off in numbers. And, and honestly, some of those names are not names that before the season started. I would I mean, Swift, I wasn't a big fan of coming into the season. Agreed. Uh, and he's the number three running back. Can he sustain it? I don't know. But that's where he is right now. Yeah. Well, and Jamal Williams had that huge week one. And then, yes, just, especially uh, and especially after week one. I think we talked about it on here. If not, I know I, I mentioned it uh, when we were talking before. But. I mean, to me, after week one, this is what I thought was going to happen. Jamal Williams was going to be the starter. And then week two, freaking Swift was like, fuck uh-uh. that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm getting paid. Exactly. Um, CMC, I think those numbers are a little skewed. He, If he didn't go out in that game, his numbers might be a little bit higher. Uh, but, you know. Still top five, and he's hurt. Yes, so he won't be top five after this. But you remember, I think we did say, can he handle the season? No. He hasn't yet. Can't handle the season. And he's, so. I mean, I believe he's, he's all, was, I don't know if he was put on the IR or not, but they're saying a few weeks. Yeah, I, I don't know if it went full IR, but um, yeah. yeah. Come on, Chuba. Yeah. Somebody dropped Chuba. Was it, I think it was Dan. Dropped him? It, well, so this is before the game last week, because obviously this just happened on Thursday night, right? Right. So uh, just before that game, he dropped him for something else. Yeah. Because it's like, you know, you're you're looking at it. It's like CMC's healthy. What am I need this guy for? I don't for? need this guy. He's never going to play. he's like, yeah, there's no way I'm picking him up now. <laughs> so I, I, I heard of an interesting theory for like a, a style of play. And it's for, it, for if you have the bench space, right? Uh-huh. You drop your cuttable guys. And you pick up the best case injury reserve for that Thursday night game. I heard about it. And I'm like, well, I mean, if you have expendable people at the end of your benches, usually in most leagues I'm in, I don't. So like Thursday afternoon, you pick up Hubbard before yeah, the game starts. Before just the game in starts in case CMC goes down. And then you'd have the number one waiver pick, you know. But where do you draw the line? Yeah, exactly. I don't know. I don't know. Because like. I just never heard of that before. Oh, well, because like right now, okay, am I going to pick up uh, Samaj P. Ryan? Who's no? I was thinking who's the backup to uh, Robinson in Jacksonville? Oh God, I don't even exactly. know anymore. So am I going to no? Because I could care oh, it's less. Hyde, Carlos Hyde. Is it okay? Yeah. I, honestly, if 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 I have Robinson and and he goes down, I mean, I don't want anything to do with Jacksonville's offense. Yeah, it's just I don't. Uh, and then on the other <laughs> side, Mixon, 
I don't know that his backup comes in and does what Mixon does. So no, I yeah, I mean I get it. I but okay. So do you do it for wide receivers too? Do you do it for quarterbacks? I I don't I don't know. Yeah, I I, I don't think I would justify doing that. Yeah. Like, and what a fucking you have to lottery. have a deep bench, right? You'd have to have yeah. at least ten bench positions. But if you got ten bench positions, those players that are already worth a anyway. damn are already yeah, gone. Exactly. So. Yeah, I don't know. I'd have to rethink that strategy. Yeah, I don't. I don't think that's a that's one that's going to fly for you too often. Yeah, I mean, well, but when you hit, I mean, I'd be posting about it too. Yeah, <laughs> right? but, I, but but truthfully, like you said, if you have that many deep positions, if I'm the CMC owner and I have that deep of a bench, I'm probably going to have Hubbard already. If I think Hubbard's the guy, right? Yeah. Um, and, and especially in a dynasty league, you probably do have that. I just I've never thought high of Pollard, so I've never gone and gotten Pollard. But when I have Nixon. I had Geo. Yeah. I, I specifically went out and sought out Geo because I had Mixon because I wanted that and I just wasn't sure. And Mixon hasn't been hasn't generally stayed healthy. So to me it was it was it was the smart move to make. Uh when I didn't do it for that reason. I wanted Henry. Mm-hmm. But once I traded for DeMarco Murray, mm-hmm. I felt I almost have to go get Henry now. Yeah. Right. And it was just it was the player that I wanted, but I just felt okay, I want this running back system because I liked what they were doing. So I'm have Murray. I want Henry, and I better have Henry. Henry. Yeah, but yeah, and, and I think it's the talent of the backup too, mm-hmm. yes. right? Like right now, Alexander Madison to me, that's a good backup to own. Absolutely. Um, I can't really think of too but many honestly, others. Okay, Chris Carson. Are you really going to pick up Rashad Penny? No. I mean, Funny for a guy who used to be high on Rashad Penny, I know. <laughs> hey, I suck at evaluating running backs. I, I've I've come to that realization. Kristen Michael, good rap career though. I hear. Fuck that guy. <laughs> All right. We think we've rambled on enough. All right. Yeah. Um, next week, I'm going to be out of town. Yes. We might have a special guest. If we have a podcast. We'll see. I hope we have a special guest. Uh, we'll see. I would. I, that would be cool. We'll you see. You know, I, I could take the Jim Rome approach. Yeah. More of me and less of everybody else is for a good show. Yeah, you could do that. I could. You could solo shot it. I could. We'll see. I think it wouldn't be bad. Eh, I don't know. Yeah. Anyways, uh, hit us up. Thank you so much for hitting us up at STF of Chad. And at STF of Paul. And we'll talk to you later. Have a good one. Don't suck.